1815, eleven years later. Lady Beatrice was determined to exact her revenge tonight at the tenants' ball. She was fed up with her loose cousin Eleanor, coming back from America and stealing all of her attention. She had never been good enough for her father since Nathaniel left, and she had always been compared to the infallible Eleanor. She let her maid, Jenny, place the finishing touches to her coiffure as she preened in front of the looking-glass. She thought the unadorned, flowing, white satin gown perfect for highlighting her purity tonight. Beatrice would never be described as angelic, but this would do. "'Lovely as always, milady. I just hope his grace does not see you,' Jenny said worriedly as she fastened the diamond necklace on her mistress. Beatrice shook her head at the diamonds. It would ruin the effect.' Jenny replaced the diamonds and selected the pearls instead. Beatrice had been forbidden to leave her room during the ball after her father had banished her to the country. Once her plan was carried out, she would return to her room with the Duke, none the wiser. "'Do not worry yourself, Jenny. I can manage him. The Duke is stern on the outside but soft on the inside.' Beatrice smiled with satisfaction as she checked the finished product. Satisfied, she turned toward the door. I'm going to enjoy myself very much. She gave a malicious smile and went out the door. Wait, milady, Jenny called after her. Beatrice looked over her shoulder. Yes? Do you want me to make sure no one is about? That is what footmen are for. She waved Jenny off with her hand and kept moving, anticipation in every step. Beatrice had spread a story about her cousin, Eleanor Abbott, at Eleanor's coming-out ball. She had intended the story to send her cousin crying back to America, but instead she caused a betrothal between Eleanor and Lord Easton. Beatrice's father, the Duke of Loring, had overheard her telling the story of Easton and Eleanor being unaccompanied on the voyage from America, and he had the gall to punish Beatrice for spreading gossip. He had actually banished her to remain in the country for the next season with no pin money. She laughed maliciously. See if that would keep her away. She was not about to sit by idly in the country while Eleanor reaped all of her rewards. Beatrice slipped into the ballroom through a side door. She spotted her father and went in the opposite direction, stalking her prey. How perfect! Eleanor was talking to Nathaniel. Beatrice had recently found out that Nathaniel had taken Eleanor's innocence. She could hardly wait to send her packing on the next ship out of England. The valiant Lord Easton would never want her once he found out she was not the pure, innocent virgin he thought she was. No one would be able to save Eleanor from this. Beatrice sauntered over to Lord Easton and approached from the side as he watched Eleanor with Nathaniel. They will always have a special bond, you know. I wonder if they still have feelings for each other after all these years. Perhaps father is right that they should wed. Easton gave an unworried shrug. Come, let us dance and take your mind off of her. It is not gentlemanly to brood. Beatrice cooed as she pulled Easton toward the dance floor. Easton did not take his eyes off of Eleanor as Nathaniel began to waltz with her. Noticing Easton's gaze, she continued her plot as they made their way across the floor toward the pair. You must admit they make a charming couple. And now for the final thrust... I suppose I would still pine for the person I gave my innocence to as well, Beatrice said rather loudly, just as Eleanor and Nathaniel brushed up against them. 
She could not have timed it better if she had tried. Easton furiously stormed off the dance floor. Eleanor stood there, stunned, and stared at her. Beatrice fought back a smile. She could not manage a look of innocence. They stared each other down. The standoff ended when Eleanor turned, ran off the dance floor, and straight out of the terrace doors. As Beatrice watched Eleanor and her betrothed flee in opposite directions, she felt rather pleased that her plan had come to fruition effortlessly, until she felt a large hand grab her and spin her around. Her brother stood over her, eyes blazing with fury. She then noticed the music had stopped, and the crowd stood still watching her every move. Blast! Nathaniel hissed through clenched teeth. Smile and walk off the floor with me before father throws you over his shoulder.'